All right, it's the second iteration of the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels because of a technical error. It seems as though last week is bleeding into this week. Much to my chagrin, not to use a hackneyed phrase. So I went to the city over the weekend. I had a wonderful time with a whole bunch of people. I can tell you that New York City is going to need the San Francisco app because people are now pinching loaves off on the sidewalk. Yes, that's right. Multiple piles of human excrement were on the sidewalk, including one pile with a footprint in it. I feel sorry for that person who made that horrible, horrible decision. Speaking of horrible decisions, CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla Ghoul, Muppet Lookalike, has tested positive for COVID. Now, isn't this interesting? CEO Albert Borla comes out and says, I would like to let you know that I have tested positive for COVID-19. I wish you'd tested positive for room temperature. Mr. Borla has had supposedly two shots, two boosters, and now he's going to be taking a, a treatment of Paxlovid, all thanks to Pfizer's efforts, right? Okay, so once again, we've got this clown coming out and saying that, oh, this is from uh, April of, uh, oddly enough, April Fool's Day of 2021. Excited to share that updates analysis from our phase three study with BioNTech also showed that our COVID-19 vaccine was 100% effective in preventing COVID-19 cases in South Africa. 100%. I somehow doubt it. Somehow doubt it. So once again, you have to look at when is Paxlovid supposed to be administered paxlovid like i talked about last week rebranded hiv drug with a side effect of blood thinning in other words they have a problem with immunodeficiency they have a problem with rampant close to hiv like symptoms in people that have been injected at least once Right. And then we hope that the side effect of blood thinning reduces the ability of the blood clots to form within the system. Or if we're to believe the mainstream media and the current narrative, if you're prescribed Paxlovid, it means that your case of COVID is so severe that you're practically on your deathbed. So what is it, Mr. Borla? Are you suffering from immunodeficiency, HIV-like symptoms, or are, on, are you on your deathbed? Or, or, third possibility, you're just fucking lying. It means that you probably didn't get injected four times, and you're probably not going to be taking Paxlovid. Or you could possibly be signaling to somebody or some group about your current status to end the current narrative and begin something else, especially since the CDC came out last week and said there is no difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated people when it comes to COVID-19, and we're all just going to have to deal with it. Oh, something I said for two and a half effing years. Something that is nonsense, absolute nonsense. They took away your livelihood, they restricted you, they separated you from your family, and now they just say, oh, ha ha, no big deal. Everybody is the same. They created a fascist style system, and they're still going to do it come this fall and winter. Mark my words. Now, this comes from the Epic Times. Matt McGregor, nurses describe brutal COVID-19 treatment protocols. Nurse practitioners Stacey Kay 
from the North Carolina Physicians for Freedom, said when they were in the hospital system, particularly those funded by the state and the feds, she said that the conditions were horrific and they're all in lockstep. They will not consider protocols outside of what's been given to them by the CDC and Anthony Fauci's NIH. And nobody is asking why. Could Because you need brilliant people, brilliant broadcasters like Chris Michaels to start asking why. To start making people look at the data to finally get people to realize you've been speckledorfed, you've been bamboozled, and you've been hoodwinked. She said that she saw people die watching an iPad over FaceTime because the hospitals wouldn't allow family members into their facilities. And she said it was brutal. She hated her job and she was stressed like never before. Now, Here's the problem. It's what she said before. Nobody is asking why the protocols exist. Nobody is questioning the unethical behavior of these policies basically water flowing down from the CDC and Anthony Fauci's NIH. You want to know how fascism starts? This is how it starts. You want to know how fascism took hold in Germany, Italy, Spain, Portugal? This is how it starts. Because you've got a whole bunch of brain-dead idiots that think they're intellectuals because they paid enough money to get a dumb degree to recite something from a textbook, and they look down on everybody else. And when you've got a hook-nosed jerk like Dr. Anthony Fauci creating detrimental policies that harm people, harm millions of people, they dare not question it because, oh, it's coming down from from on high and 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 the government must know best where were you during trump's administration all of you were out there oh we hate the government oh we gotta rebel oh we have to resist oh that's right the government is evil meanwhile all of you idiots all of you wokesters out there that were fighting against fascism are doing nothing more than being the foot soldiers for it need i remind you all of you wokesters, all of you maskers, you are the people that are forcing other or have forced other individuals to take a vaccine that Trump pushed. Where are your critical thinking skills? You've got no little gray cells to rub together and all of you can rub my balls because I think you're all jackasses. Ugh. Those horrible, reprehensible human beings that shouldn't be given the time of day. And guess what? Guess what? Biden top advisor is nothing more than a Chinese plant. Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign advisor, Anita Dunn, guess what she did? She worked for Pfizer. I wonder why we see the policies that we see or saw the policies that we saw. This comes from the Gateway Pundit, Anita Dunn, the chief strategist of Biden's presidential campaign and his close White House advisor for much of his first six months in office. Finally, in August 22, this year, released an ethics disclosure basically saying she's unethical. She secretly worked for Pfizer before joining the administration. Oh my goodness. Conflict of interest, anybody? 
revolving door, anybody? So what does she get to do? She gets to create the medical policy that influences the rest of the United States. And this charmer also came out and praised one person that you you may remember the person's name. Oh, let's let's do that. Oh, it starts with three consonants. M T T. Yes, she is a fan of Mao Zedong, the mass murderer. She's got no problem saying it. She loves it. Oh goodness, what a fine pillar of altruism and American, ugh, just ugh. That's the only way you can describe these assholes, just ugh. Just bottom-dwelling, lower-than-snail-turds filth. Every single last one of them, especially after last week. And if you do any research into the FBI agents that signed off on the Mar-a-Lago raid, you find out that most of them have uh, ties to the January 6th nonsense show and that kind of circus all of them do all of them do if you want any if you have any doubt about how corrupt this system now is it it should be gone there shouldn't be any doubt anymore you're living in a fascist society right now right now it could get worse but if they're not afraid to basically go after a former president, then they're certainly not going to be afraid to go after you or me. Why do you think they put out a job posting for 87,000 IRS agents? Why do you think those agents need to learn how to use a firearm and be willing to engage in deadly force? They took that posting down, by the way. But why do you think that's going to happen? Because this new inflation bill raises taxes for anybody that does not make at least $400,000 a year. In other words, everybody in the United States, everybody. So don't you think a lot of people are going to be pissed? Yes, they are. So you got to get the taxes out of them somehow. But I told you... Uh, I think I told you. I don't know who I told this to. Could have been you. Could have been anybody. But the reason why they're arming 87,000 IRS agents, they're now up to, by the way, a force that rivals the Marines. But why do you think they're arming those people? They're arming those people because they're going to move to a digital currency. They're going to make sure you have no physical cash. You don't have any gold. You don't have any cash because they want you hooked up to the grid. They want you to use digital currency, credit cards, and they want you hooked up to the 5G network. That's the whole goal. So in order to make that happen... They have to understand that some people are going to be pretty irate. So they go, they're going to need to go after them with weapons. That's it. That's all that is. Speaking of people going after other people with weapons, Mr. Kissinger bloated toad with a... The, I tell you what, his wife... If you ever look up Mr. Kissinger's wife, Henry Kissinger's wife, she has shoulders of a football player... She's one of the more masculine things I've seen lurking about in the shadows at a black tie event. I mean, I I wouldn't want to meet her 
down a dark alley. She's probably trying to suck somebody's blood. Uh, just a just an indescribable, reprehensible, disgusting, you know, filthy human being. I got to come up with another adjective other than filthy. Anyway, Kissinger. Kissinger, oddly enough, the one that demolished Cambodia. Kissinger is now seen as the voice of reason to the point where everybody in Biden's administration thinks he's an old fuddy-duddy, which he is. But Mr. Kissinger said, we are at the edge of war with Russia and China on issues which we partly create. No, no, no. You created, period. Not partly. You created them without any concept of how this is going to end or what it's supposed to lead to. And he even continues, you can't just now say we're going to split them off and turn them against one another, meaning two adversaries, Ukraine and Russia. All you can do is not accelerate the tensions and to create options, and for that, you have to have purpose. What he's basically saying here is you can't funnel weapons into the Ukraine. You cannot create another Vietnam, and you have got no direction. You've got no goal. The Biden administration just thinks they can spill more blood in the Ukraine. They'll fight Russia to the very last drop of Ukrainian blood. He's saying there's no goal. You've got no policy direction. You've got no end game here. You're going to fail. Kissinger then continues talking about the U.S. and China. And he said the policy that was carried out by both parties has produced and allowed the progress of Taiwan into an autonomous democratic entity and has preserved peace for 50 years. And one should be very careful in measures that seem to change the basic structure. In other words, the United States is being a warmonger just like England was right before World War II. Doing things, poking people, making all sorts of uproars across the Levant and North Africa and in Poland and Russia, France, all of those places. I mean, look in the look in the history of the 1930s and, and what England did during that time. I mean, it's it's the same thing that's going on now, except the UK was is the United States. I mean, it's 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 mind boggling. It's the same same concept. Same strategy. It's just a hundred years later, the same dumb effing morons, probably reincarnated in some stupid looking body like uh, Joe Biden, who knows what, or or even worse, Hunter Biden, crack addicted, uh, probable pedophile. So that was another thing. I thought that Poland, all the traditional Western countries that have been part of Western history were logical members of NATO. Kissinger is saying that the members of NATO and NATO itself is illogical. It is not going to last. You cannot have illogical policies. These policies are seemingly random on the international stage. And he's saying, you people are fucking nuts. It's never going to work. So he goes on to continue. I was in favor of the full independence of the Ukraine. But I thought its best role was something like Finland, if you lost Henry Kissinger in your policy, then you're toast. You can't do this. You cannot win. Henry Kissinger is one of the biggest warmongers 
of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and on so on. He's probably got more blood on his hands due to his disgusting policies than almost any other person. I mean, look, who's the guy? Bolton. Remember that mustachioed idiot that Trump made? Uh, so he gave him some position somewhere. I mean, Kissinger. I mean, Bolton can't hold a candle to Kissinger and the blood on his hands. And now he's coming out and saying, you people are effing nuts. You're not going to make it. Because you got no policy, you got no direction, you got no aim here. You're just funneling weapons and, and spilling blood to spill blood. People are stupid. Finally, finally, uh, am I gonna do this? I don't know. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. Anyway, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it. The time is changing. It is now going to be. The end of the current podcast. Because tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday, I'm going to be doing more podcasts. And then I'm going to take a week off. Uh, not, uh, I think, next week. No, the week after, I'm going to take a week off. But here's the thing. We've got to start understanding that this current system ain't working. And all the people out there that are saying... That are saying, oh, the, the primaries are coming up. We've got to overwhelm the electronic voting system. No, you can't overwhelm an electronic voting system. You can't do it. The whole system has to be revamped. And if the and, and for whatever reason, the Republicans are on the side of revamping it. So they've got to be working. Th- the, the positivity has to be working through them. I don't think that's going to work either. There's got to be a whole revamping of the system because there's really no difference between Democrats and Republicans. None. None none at all. And the old guard is saying you people are effing nuts like Henry Kissinger. And so the new guard has to come in and not be like the current Democrats because those people are just absolutely insane. So maybe we need to start becoming more vocal on a local level and start cutting off the way the government uh, takes its taxes. Catherine Austin Fitz has some ideas on that. Maybe I'll get into it later in the week. Maybe not. I don't know. All right, his last call podcast, Chris Michaels. As always, you can like me, find me, share me, etc., etc., so on and so forth, and gird your loins for another brilliant week of broadcasting.